Please listen carefully. Hello, and welcome to Caveat Realtor with Virginia Realtors, where we discuss the real issues that realtors face. I'm Jessica Toon. I'm John Haley. Remember, Caveat Realtor is meant to provide general legal information. Information, forms, and laws referenced in this episode are accurate as of the date this episode is first released. Nothing we discuss should be considered as legal representation or legal advice. Hey, Jessica. Hey, John. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing? Doing, doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. good. All good. Well, you know, summer, hot weather. Summer. That means only one thing. The beach? No. Well, I guess a couple things then. The pool? Uh, It means, as we do every July, Virginia Realtors is set to release new and updated forms on the 1st. Just as exciting as the beach and the pool, John. You could have kept guessing for months and not gotten that, I guess. <laughs> uh, this year features two new forms and the retirement of another form in addition to our usual edits. Right. So let's go ahead and dive in with the two new forms. As you may remember, in September of last year, the Standard Forms Committee voted to remove the language regarding septic inspections from the purchase contract. To fill that gap, the committee created two new septic forms. The first is Form 600M, the Septic Inspection Contingency Addendum. This is modeled after our Home Inspection Contingency Addendum and functions in much the same way. It allows the parties to negotiate the type of septic inspection and who will pay for it. It also provides liability protection for the parties and brokers if the inspection somehow damages the septic system. Of course, if you have this contingency, you need a way to remove it. Form 600N is the septic inspection contingency removal that parties can use once they have come to an agreement on the details surrounding the inspection. As we said, the committee also removed a form this year, uh, the Service Members Relief Act Waiver, Form 280. And the reason for that is the General Assembly passed a bill this spring that prohibits parties from preemptively waiving their rights under the SCRA. As a result, Standard Forms Committee felt this form was no longer necessary. However, there was some important information in the form, and that was moved to the lease, which we'll talk about here in just a few seconds. And in a seamless transition, let's now talk about the updated forms, starting with the lease. Form 200 was updated in paragraph 9 to reflect that the law now states the tenant must be given at least 72 hours notice for non-emergency maintenance. The tenant may also request in writing that non-emergency maintenance not be performed during a public health emergency like the one we are currently, possibly currently still in. Right. Hopefully not much longer, but yes. As of this recording, currently still in. Right. Uh, Paragraph 18 now contains some information that was previously in the SCRA waiver. The tenant can indicate whether they are in the armed services, and if so, the name of their command and commanding officer. Language also states that the lease termination can only happen within 60 days on either side of the tenant's separation from the military. Finally, it provides an acknowledgement that the tenant has no pending move orders as of the date the lease is executed. Form 250 has undergone a brand makeover. Instead of being called the roommate addendum, it is now called the tenant change amendment. There are no substantive changes to that document. Form 600, the residential purchase contract, has one change. Paragraph 19 now provides checkboxes that allow the seller to indicate whether the property is served by a septic system and, if so, whether the purchaser wants an inspection of that system. This will obviously work hand-in-hand with the new Form 600M, the Septic Inspection Contingency Addendum. 
very septic, septic, septic here, John. It is. <laughs> but let's talk about the, the new home contract, which was edited to remove an old reference to a cover page in paragraph six. The committee also added language regarding choice of settlement agent, which is required by law. Form 800, the referral agreement, had a few changes. First, the line for brokerage TIN is in the referring brokerage section, not the receiving brokerage section. Language was added to clarify when the agreement expires. The parties can choose that it lasts only until the next transaction that goes under contract, or they can state it covers any transaction that occurs before a certain date. Finally, the agreement now specifies that the referral fee will be paid within 10 business days of when the receiving broker gets paid. The last form that the committee updated for this July is Form 1200, the Sale of Personal Property Form. Paragraph 5 now clearly states that if the underlying sales contract does not settle, the personal property sale will not be valid. If you want to examine the updated forms in more detail or actually, you know, put your eyes on the documents themselves, you can find redline PDFs of all these forms on our website, along with a summary of changes at, and prepare yourself, this is not good podcasting, I'm going to read a link for you, virginiarealtors.org slash law dash ethics slash legal slash standard dash forms slash form dash updates. And don't worry, we'll add that link in the show description so you don't have to worry about typing out what I just said. Oh, thank goodness. Also, as always, if you have questions or suggestions about a form, you can contact us at forms at virginiarealtors.org. That's a little easier than that website. So again, that's forms at virginiarealtors.org. Or you can always contact us through the legal hotline. Thank you for joining us. Caveat Realtor is a weekly podcast with episodes released every Tuesday. Our podcast is available for streaming through iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Google Play. Subscribe to our podcast to get automatic updates when we have new episodes and rate us. Remember, members of Virginia Realtors have access to our legal hotline where we can provide you with legal information. You can access the legal hotline on the Virginia Realtors website under the legal tab on the law and ethics section. Make sure you're logged in to see this page. Although the members of this podcast are attorneys, the legal information in this program is not a substitute for personalized legal advice from an attorney licensed to practice in your jurisdiction. The information provided by Virginia Realtors is general reference work as a public service. It does not constitute solicitation or provision of legal advice. We provide this general legal information on an as-is basis. We make no warranties and disclaim liability for damages resulting from its use. Legal advice must be tailored to the specific circumstances of each case, and laws are constantly changing. The information provided in this program should not be used as a substitute for the advice of competent counsel. This has been a production of Virginia Realtors, copyright 2021. This podcast features the song Please Listen Carefully by Jazar, available under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike license.